from WDBM East Lansing. This is The Final Rose, your weekly recap of the latest episode from Bachelor Nation. All right, hello everybody and welcome back to another edition of The Final Rose. I'm Maddie as always and this week our question of the week is how long do you think it's normal to date before a proposal? Oh, this is a great question because we always have this conversation. You always make fun of me for my answers. <laughs> well, go ahead. Tell me, what is your answer to this question? And introduce yourself. Uh, introduce myself. What episode is this for? Yeah. <laughs> it's your boy. Just kidding. I don't talk like that. My name's Henry. And uh, mm, it's definitely circumstantial. No doubt about it. But I don't, why am I first? I don't want to go first. I, it's a long time for me. It's a long time. You don't, you don't just do what you don't just do the three week gig, you know? That's true. I can't give you a number. I'm Abby. I guess I'm trying to think, see my mind is like, Oh my God, wait four years or like, you know, like a really long time. However, I know that if somebody I really liked proposed to me, I'd be like, yeah, like it'd be two weeks and I know I'd do it. (laughs) So I can't really speak to it. I don't, I guess I feel like normal is like two years, but again, I don't really. Okay. Here's the thing for me, actually. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going back in. It's not no much. It's not so much how long it's more about like the steps along the way. You know yeah. what I mean? There's a process you got to go. There's different levels, man. All right. You don't, you don't just get to Bowser's castle. You got to go through like the mushroom sky maps. All right. You got to put in your time and you got to figure out, how is this going to go down? Oh, I, I have fair. to agree. That's fair. Um, me, I feel like, well, personally, I feel like what I'm comfortable with would be like a year, year and a half longer than them. But I, I agree, like it is circumstantial, but I feel like anything less than a month, I'm suspicious because there's got to be some pressure in there. There's got to be something else going on. That. Well, it's not only that. If they had, they had only known each other for a month, not even dating. They've only known each other for less than a month. You don't know this person. You have no clue who they are. I'm sorry. That's the problem. That's the problem. Stranger Danger. Yes. Is the name of this episode. Stranger Danger. It has been bequeathed. Stranger Danger. <laughs> it is decided. It is decided. All right, let's go into the episode. So where we begin is right after the group date where Claire gave the rose to herself. And so obviously the boys are confused and they're like, I feel like I didn't get anything out of that conversation with Claire. Whatever, like, I hope tonight goes better. Expecting a rose ceremony and a cocktail party, of course. And they're obviously just pointing fingers at Dale and being like, He's taking up all the time, but it's like Claire who's egging him on. So nothing much there. But then we get into the main bit, which was Chris Harrison sitting down with Claire and asking her and like, he sweared and everything. He was like, did you have a previous relationship with Dale? Did you talk to him before the show? And she swore on her dead father's grave, which I was like, that's severe and swear that she didn't have a relationship with him, but she stalked him on social media and saw his posts and fell in love. Okay, I'm just not realizing, I missed like the first 10 minutes, so I actually didn't see this part. I forgot to go back and watch it. But that's news to me because, and I should have like went back, I should just rewatch the whole episode because there's something that she said later on. Maybe you guys remember this. 
were kind of implied that they did know each other beforehand. I'm I'm completely coming unprepared right now, which is horrible. But is it when she said that she stalked Dale on Mother's Day, like on Instagram? No, it was after the proposal. And she said, like, just since the beginning, since before all this even started, I knew you were the one or something. She, it was something to that effect. Yeah, I... She said something like that. Well, they did show that they were going to have them on next week, and so maybe she'll admit it. Finally, I think they did talk a little bit. There's no way that she just, like, built the idea of one guy up in her head because she thought he was attractive and he had, like, kind of a similar story to her. I just find it a little far-fetched. And I just don't think it's fair because ha- I think half of the circumstances where she's like, he showed up for me, were like staged. Like the producers being like, hey, like walk over there right now. And then she's like, he's there for me. We don't know that. We don't know the real Dale. The real deal. Oh. Uh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but they have that whole conversation and he asks Claire, what does she want to do now? Does she want to continue on this path of ignoring all the other guys and just focus on Dale? Which I thought it was crazy that he even gave her that option to be like, oh, you can keep going and see where it goes with Dale and then forget the other guys, whatever. But she only wants to give her time to Dale and she made that clear and she said that she only wants to see him, which the best decision for her, good for her. No? It was pretty darn rude, to say the least. It was rude. How she handled that. Well, we'll get into that part. Okay. Save it for later. Yeah. But then the next part of the episode goes into Chris Harrison breaking the news to the guys, saying, being super mysterious, too. He was like, there's no rose ceremony. There's no cocktail party. I'll see you guys tomorrow, and I'll let you know. And then he just turns to Dale, and he's like, Dale, come with me. Was like, well, I think I missed this too. I'm lost. I don't. I didn't watch the episode. I guess I don't know what, what happened. Yes, you did. You texted us about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything what you're talking about right now. Okay, so let me clue you in. He told Dale he was like, "I need to talk to you," and then he said, "Claire wants to have dinner with you tonight. So go and get ready. Put on your best outfit. Get ready." Okay. I mean that. I can digest that. I feel like that was a clear sign to everyone. Like, that was so dumb for the guys to, like, some of them were like, wonder what's going on. Come on. You know what's going on. Dale's gone. You just got told there's no rose ceremony. Like, put, t- but, you know, maybe they were wishful thinking. Yeah, and to be fair, this is completely unprecedented. Like, this has never happened before in Bachelor history. This is something completely new, so they were very confused, to say the least. But, yeah, I really felt for those guys in that moment because they were just really confused but also I was like what are you holding out on she didn't show interest in any of you guys like <laughs> that's where I was confused too some of them were like you know I'm going through well okay I guess this is skipping forward but some of them were really upset over that and I was like but you you didn't know her yeah you didn't get to know her I don't know I digress and then we get to dinner with Dale <sighs> Yes, exactly. So they arrived at dinner. First of all, I'd like to say I didn't love Claire's dress, and I feel like she's one of those people, and she said this before, where she sees anything sparkly. She sees a sparkly dress, and she's like, oh, sparkly. I love it. And then we'll just, like, wear the heck out of it, because that's all her outfits have been. 
thus far. Don't love it. I mean, we know how I feel about the dress that she burned, because that was ugly. So I don't trust her taste. Also, did you see her tattoo? No. She has a tattoo next to her ankle, and it's like a line of stars. But not like a constellation, just like a little spackle of stars. It's kind of stars. I was like, you would. I don't know why, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Tacky dress, tacky tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Claire. (laughs) So they get to dinner, and she basically lets her heart out. She explains how her parents got engaged, which was also crazy. It makes sense now why she is quick to the jump. Because basically, but is she though? Is well, she, what is she? I mean, she she is thirty nine. So is she quick to the jump always? Uh, maybe. I mean, we're, I'm assuming well, she's dated before. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, at this point, she is quick. Yeah. And well, no doubt about that. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, is that her nature, or is you know, is this just circumstantial? I mean, she's a Pisces, so it makes sense. Maybe I feel like she fell in love with the story of how her parents got together. So maybe from that, she thinks that's how she wants to find the one in a quick way. And basically that story, wasn't it like her dad met her mom and then he hitchhiked to her house within like two weeks? A month later. A month later. Yeah. A month he met her once. He met her one night. Yeah. And then a month later, shows up at her door with a ring. You know how crazy that is? She said yes, too. These two people are loonies. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm not a romantic. Sorry to all the, the uh, whatever, the interested females out there, if there are any. But uh, that is absolutely absurd. I will never do that, so don't expect that from me. <laughs> See, I love to. I'm, I know I'm like, oh, my God, I know that's so weird, but I'm low-key like, but if someone did that for me, I think I'd say yes. I know I would. I'm- that better have been the longest engagement, like, Okay, oh, no. we're going out to dinner, and just tell me every, like, we're starting year one. What do you remember? Yeah, but also, to be yeah. fair, I feel like with older couples, it was more of a quick thing. And, like, people got married when they were younger. Maybe that was just a okay, thing. Okay, but they're not in the, they're not in the 19, like, 05, like, you know what I'm talking about. They're not, he's not, like, courting her. This is, like, I mean, this still would have been, like, what, 1960-something, maybe, you know. It's yeah. not, like, I mean, I understand it's it's a somewhat different time but it's that we're not talking about like hundreds of years where it's like i i pledge my daughter to you or something like that you know i mean it's yeah. like we're still living in a somewhat you know progress or not progressive i don't know what the word i'm looking for is but yeah i'm really bad at coming up with words sometimes if you guys have noticed that oh i do you don't have to court someone All right. sure yeah there you go but henry i'm surprised you didn't bring up the names of her parents yet james and lily Oh, I never made that connection until right now. That well, I didn't make the connection. You did. That's incredible. Yeah, she's the chosen one. Yeah, exactly. Twitter was ablaze because they were like, her parents are honestly named James and Lily, and connected that to Harry Potter, of course. But what's what's their what's their, <laughs> what's their last name? <laughs> Is that Crowley? Isn't that Claire's last? Crowley. Name? Pretty kind of, cool. kind of ruins it. <laughs> <laughs> But then they, like, you know, they just spill out their hearts. And then Dale says his parents' love story. And then apparently there was some hitchhiking involved with that as well, which is kind of... What he lied about. Come on. (laughs) You think he lied? First of all, the second Claire told her story, I would have been, like, if if what he said was true, I would have been going nuts. Like, oh, no way. 
that's exactly my he brought it up like five minutes later he was like yeah my dad also hitchhiked like so low-key i'm like dude you're such a liar no he didn't, <laughs> no, he didn't. Valid, point. valid dale and then she says i am falling in love with you and dale says me too and then they kiss wow amazing. it didn't feel genuine to me was it just no. me no, it didn't feel genuine. Okay, I felt weird. Like, it felt like he was like, yeah, like, I'm, you know, I feel like if it was real, he would have been like, I'm into you. I There's potential, which he kind of did say that. Like, there's potential. But when that whole thing went down, I don't know. This felt fake. Well, I mean, it is reality TV, and, like, the producers were probably, like, egging him on. But also... <laughs> I can just imagine, if that's the case, I can just imagine the internal war inside of his head as, like... 15 dudes with cameras are sitting there like pointed at him and he's like <laughs> thinking about what he's gonna say wow actually props to you man for keeping a straight face the whole time i would have broke down I'm like later <laughs> after they say i love you they go over and if you didn't remember this series because i did not like this at all i didn't even watch it it was bachelor listen to your heart which was a singing competition mixed with the bachelor Oh, it was weird. And so those were the stars that were singing to them as they were dancing. It felt awkward. Yeah, that was cringy. That was, that made me uncomfortable. Yeah. It was a stupid song, too. Wait, what are you talking about? That happened in the episode? Oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> what? The, Did it? The people were singing. They were dancing. Oh, yeah. Oh, they, that's where they were from? Yeah. Oh, I didn't make that connection. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, the song was very cliche. It was horrible. Yeah. Like, you don't have to be a phenomenal songwriter, but, like, that should be played in an elevator and an elevator only. That's right. Royalty-free music. (laughs) (laughs) And then Dale goes over to Claire's little suite, and it's, like, their fantasy suite time, basically. And they have a sleepover. Uh Uh-huh. And, you know, the dress is on the floor. Mm-hmm. Well, they had a sleepover before this, too, didn't they? No. Uh-uh. There was two sleepovers. No, there wasn't. No. I, so, listeners, if, if there are any listeners, if just, just tweet the fact that I am right when you listen to this. You're not Because right. <laughs> there was two, because he spent the night at her house, and then he proposed, no. and then they had another sleepover. Oh, well, okay, yeah, but right now we're talking about the dinner. This is their first sleepover. Oh, then why are you talking about the proposal? I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay, God. okay. Carry on. <laughs> we're just talking about dinner. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so basically, then the next morning, Claire sits down with Chris Harrison, and he goes, you know what the next step is? Proposal. And I was like, <laughs> whoa, this is so fast. But okay. I mean, wouldn't it be fast if it was, like, it still would be fast if it was the normal running time, though. Like, the fact that they have to propose after, I hate that. Yeah, that's one thing, like, this is my little soapbox I'll get on. This is the one thing I hate about the Bachelor and Bachelorette franchise is that they expect everyone to propose at the end of a season, and they don't expect anyone to be like, you know what, we're just going to date more, and that's fine, and that's it. Like, it's always got to be a proposal. Everybody expects a proposal, and that's it. And that's a problem. That's why most of the couples don't work out in the end. 
And this is also me getting on my soapbox, which is a lot higher than yours because I'm about, because I am not an option. If there's a group of people and they're like, yeah, I kind of want you, but I kind of want these other people. I'm like, all right, take the other people. So like that bothers me in general. So then the idea that someone would propose to me after like me just being an option among like 15 other people, I'm like, no, thank you. No, no thanks. Nope, not for me. Yeah. I'd rather be alone. But, you know, Claire is older. She's going through it. So maybe she's like, whatever. <laughs> I, she, gets, she gets to choose. I guess that's what I, I'm forgetting that. She gets to choose who. I guess so. But she could also say, let's just go date more. Yes, I agree. Yeah. For the- okay, but that's <laughs> what this is, though. Is they, they, I don't want to say recruit, but whatever. They look for people that are impulsive or that are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that are the type that would get married after a month. I know. Me, but I should go on the show. You should go on the show. <laughs> no, they'd kick me off real quick. <laughs> oh, no, that'd be perfect. I don't know. I don't like it, and that's why there's only like maybe four or five couples still together today, and they've had twenty seasons. Wow, really? That is a heck of a statistic. Props to you for pulling that out right now. That is absolutely bonkers. It's like a one percent. <laughs> like survival rate and we still watch it look at us i know hey look at us hey look at us um and then claire has to go break up with the rest of the guys and she goes up to them and she's like she doesn't understand that they want an apology not for her choosing dale over everybody else they don't care about that they get it they're not gonna like say no you shouldn't be with him obviously but instead, they want an apology for her faking it with the rest of them. And rightly so, dude. Kenny, the boy band manager, I can't remember what he said, but he was just spitting. I was like, dude, you're saying yeah. it all for me right now. I appreciate you. And then the other guys were still, like, simping on her, like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, whatever. Which, like, whatever, that's valid, too. But, like, at the same time, it's like, you're allowed to be angry. You have a right to be angry. I mean, you got uprooted from whatever you were doing during quarantine, which may not have been much, but still. But still, like, taking them away from their jobs, which they could have been doing remotely. Yeah, and then they went through the whole two-week sitting in isolation and whatever else, dude. So, yeah, I would be uh, a little upset. Yeah, especially because she didn't tell them from the get-go that she was only looking at Dale on social media. They got the runaround, you know what I mean? I mean, they got played in layman's terms. Yeah. Really did. And she said, I'm not going to apologize for love. Like, no. We're not asking you to apologize for that. No, no one is. Yeah. I hope you're. Yes. But I'm really mad that you just led me around town for a week or two weeks or whatever it was. You know. I know. It's that that part was a little ridiculous, and I felt bad for the guys. But I'm glad that they, some of them stood their ground and asked for a real apology. But it kind of like left them in the lurch afterwards because they were like, "Okay, guess we'll just sit around here now, not knowing what to do." But okay. And then Chris Harrison FaceTimes Neil Lane, the ring guy, and it's like, Neil, which I thought was so funny. I didn't know who he was, but is that, it's because I haven't really watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette before. Is that why? No, he's a jeweler. Is he a famous jeweler? Yeah. Have you watched TV before? (laughs) No. Neil Lane Diamonds? Neil Neil Lane Diamonds. Let me see. Hold on, we're pulling it up. Yeah. Girl, I don't know. Do you know Jared? You gotta know Jared, right? That's another famous one. Oh! 
<laughs> he does make some ugly <laughs> but I I okay. thought, oh, we're getting into it. Yeah, we're gonna we'll get, get into that. We'll get to that. Um so yeah, he calls Neil Lane up, he's like, Hey, we need to ring, get on it. And then Neil Lane's like, Oh, okay. And then Chris Harrison goes to Dale and he's like, You need to decide if you're gonna propose or leave, whatever. And Dale's like, uh, all right, I guess. And then Claire starts having a breakdown because she thinks she put too much pressure on him. Which, which she, she did. <laughs> but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, which is valid for freaking out about that. But also, mm-hmm. you did put too much pressure on him, I feel like. But that's me. Not her. That's their relationship. Whatever. Yeah. It, I mean... He did sign up for The Bachelorette, though. I mean, I guess that's my thing, as I keep thinking. But, because it's not normal. Like, what's going down in the show? And especially considering the normal for that show. This is so abnormal. I don't know. It's not normal. Nope. But then he meets her out at the La Quinta Spa, right (laughs) outside of it. (laughs) Henry, would you get engaged at a La Quinta? Um... Yeah, yes, why not? Probably <laughs> Quinta. It's a pretty nice place over there, and they're living like I've never seen my Quinta that nice. But <laughs> when the moment calls, I was talking with Jack about this, and I was like proposing at a La Quinta, and he said, you gotta propose at least at a Marriott courtyard. You can't propose at a La Quinta. It's like okay, <laughs> or at least a Hilton. That should have been the question. Uh, where would you not want to get proposed to? Or, like, where would yeah. you propose at? Okay, but if it's with the right person, it shouldn't matter. <laughs> hey, listen. Um, if they that's propose. That's kind of true. But if they do it to me, like, at a ba- baseball game, first of all, I probably wouldn't date someone that would be at a baseball game. <laughs> but if that were to, like, on the big jumbo screen, no. Jumbotron proposal? You guys aren't a fan of the Jumbotron proposal? No. I hate that. That's so bad. <laughs> no so, Jumbotron. It's so it's so bad. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I don't think either part I don't think either person enjoys it. Nope. Nope. I don't think the crowd enjoys it. Yeah, yeah, oh. they do. They yeah, the do. crowd loves it. I wouldn't. I'd be like, get your own room. <laughs> but we're here to watch a game. <laughs> if I've already made it out to the game, I'm not here to watch a love story unfold. I didn't want to see that. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, no jumbotrons, but La Quinta in comparison, not bad. Mm-mm. And then he proposes to her and says, I love you. It only took him a day to switch from I'm falling in love with you to I love you. All gas, no breaks. That's right. And then let's talk about the ring. I actually kind of liked it, but then once I saw it on her finger, it looked huge. I thought it was ugly. It's not as ugly as Bella from Twilight's engagement ring. Nothing will ever be that ugly, though, so that's not a fair comparison. (laughs) That's valid. Henry, do you have any opinions on the ring? I'm actually looking up a picture of it because I have no clue what it looks like. It's a square cut with a lot of diamonds on the side. You don't like a square cut? That is, no. Oh, you know what? I'm picky. So. I you spell Claire? Oh, I spelled it wrong. <laughs> K-L. <laughs> I'll just put the I in there. Did you find it yet, Henry? No, I'm searching Twitter. Maybe I shouldn't. Uh, oh. <laughs> Google, man. You know what? Google. Wait, wait, okay. I think I got it. 
You want to see it? Why is there no pictures of it? Oh, I got weird. it. Right here. Look at it. That thing looks fantastic. What are you talking about? I don't like the sides. Size doesn't matter. No, sides. Oh, sides. <laughs> <laughs> the size or the sides? I say the sides. Look at that. What did he say? He said size doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look at the sides. They're just too bulky. I don't like that. Wait, it doesn't focus. You should like. What do you mean? There's like it's got all kinds of gems all over. That thing's freaking phenomenal. I'm not one to be like the more the better. I like simple. Uh, I don't know if I. I don't know what I like. I all the rings I've ever thought of liking have been like opal stones or rubies or sapphire. I don't want the traditional band, but also I'm okay with just like an Etsy band for like 90 bucks. Exactly. I don't care. I also would rather not have that flashy, that thing, but I yeah. say that a sapphire is pretty flashy. <laughs> it's the know. person, not the ring. It's it is the person. the person. That's true. That's true. And then I don't love that she keeps saying love wins because so yeah that was extra but it's not like would. it's not like anybody was contesting the marriage at all right i mean no no one is well i mean yeah we are i mean we definitely are yeah but like i did i gotta backtrack on that we definitely are because they know each other for two weeks yeah but we don't have any say in it and like the guys were like oh you love only him that's fine go ahead go be with him yeah right yeah, but I the thought- thing that we're the thing that we're mad about at least me is the the way she handled the other dudes. Yeah. Just just sending them home. Like, you know, flick of the wrist. Like, she's, like, on her throne. Or, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're Tough saying. Look. Tough look. Tough look. And then they cheers, whatever. And then he carries her over the threshold to go live their lives together. Good for them. Love <laughs> wins. Um, and then Chris Harrison goes up to the boys and he asks them if they want to stay or go because they're going to bring a new bachelorette in there but he's not going to tell them who it is which I thought was interesting but I mean I think that's good because then it shows who's really there for good reasons that's what I thought too yeah like who genuinely wants to find somebody and the people who were struggling the most were Blake and Jason Blake's Canadian accent came out a lot because he was mad about how much time he invested in Claire. And Jason was also, too, because he felt like he poured his heart out in his one-on-one, which is valid. Yeah, I don't know. It was a little dramatic. Like, come on, you just got good news. Yeah. Either take it and run, or, you know, whatever. Accept yeah. it and leave. But the boys didn't know who was coming, so that's the thing. I think if they knew yeah, who was coming. Yeah, but it's not like they didn't know that she wouldn't be good-looking. It's not like they're taking a risk. Yeah. Like, I don't know. All the Bachelor girls are good looking, so. Yeah, that's true. But I thought it was cute that Easy was like, oh, my roommate better be coming. I know he was on the edge, but Jason, I hope you're coming through that door. And then he came in through the door. He's like, my roommate, you're here. (laughs) It was so cute. Easy's awesome. Yeah. And I'm excited. I'm so excited for Tasha to come in because they finally got her coming in and having her first conversation with Chris Harrison. And I am so excited for her. I think she'll have a good time of it. But I am worried about some of the boys being still caught up in Claire and not giving their all to Tasha. Well, good then. She can boot them out. It's probably people we don't like anyways. It's valid. 
Yeah. I mean, really, all the kid, the participators, yeah. we probably don't like them anyway. So they don't like Tasha. Get out. We don't care. It's probably Jason. Yeah, of course it's Jason. <laughs> or Jason. <gasps> don't do him like that. I still <laughs> think he's cute. <laughs> I like Jason. I. I like oh my goodness! Every time he pops up, I'm like. <laughs> Also, I didn't bring this up earlier, but it looked like all of them got haircuts this episode. I don't know if you guys noticed that, too. What? How did you pick that out, eagle eye? All of them looked <laughs> like they had fresh cuts. They all the fresh line. Yeah. <laughs> they have that fresh line. Ben looked like he shaved his stubble. Like, everybody looked like they had a new cut, which I thought was cool. I think they brought in a hairdresser or something, because I thought the boys were looking rough. <laughs> and then... They don't show Tasha coming in at all. But they do show like a little bit of a preview, but it's a very, very small preview. So we don't really know much. But they do show bonus footage of Dale and Claire out of the bubble making dinner, having fun together, which was cute. Well, good for them. Good for them. What, what was that, Henry? <laughs> no, yeah, good for them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I guess we'll just have to see whether they make it or not. Out in yeah. the real world. But I I truly am really excited for Tasha's season. I'm pumped because it felt like we've been talking about the same thing. Like, we knew she was going to pick Dale. Mm-hmm. We knew that they would all be upset about it. And now we can actually have fun because it's like, oh, who, she, who is she going to pick? Yeah. You know? Now we can actually get into it. Yeah. And I feel like I, I'm just really excited for Tasha because I like her personality a lot. And she's really cool. And... I'm just excited for her. So to wrap up this episode, I think we need to ask the question, who do you want to see with Tasha? Well, something else go, because I'm like thinking out loud right now. I think we're going to see a lot more from guys like Ivan. And I feel like we're going to see a lot more from maybe Riley and Joe. Mm -hmm. That's where I see it going. The only person you you said that I knew was Riley. And Joe. You love Joe. Isn't Joe your best friend? You love Joe. Oh, Joe. Yeah, I love Joe. Fake friend. <laughs> Fake. Abby, what oh, would you God. say? I kind of want to see her with Easy. I just want to see more of Easy and, like, his personality and what he'd be like on, like, a date and stuff. Yeah. Because I feel like he'd be so fun. I definitely want to see a one-on-one with Easy. Yes, definitely. That's my vote. I don't, I don't know. I don't know her at all, so it's hard to say, like, you know what I mean? Well, who do you want to see win? Who do I want to see win? This is a different question. What? <laughs> Entirely different question. Who do I want to see win? My man Joe, he, he's a king, bro. He needs to, he needs to take this experience and, and take his newfound knowledge and respect out into the world and, and uh, try his hand on a, on a freer market. <laughs> and uh, I think an underrated member is Ben. Dude's a solid, solid uh, specimen. Yeah, Ben's nice, but where does nice get you? If Dale didn't take that risk, he wouldn't have had Claire. <laughs> I know, exactly. But I I would like to see the one-on-ones. I'm just mm-hmm. very excited for the new dates and for people to actually be trying. Yep. And I'm just excited to see a lot of, more of the guy's personality and the classic, like, bachelorette-level drama between the guys. Yep, me too. I think we've got a lot of fun in store. Let's hope so. We have our fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. 
So I guess that wraps up this episode, but we will see you next week for another edition of The Final Rose, but this time with a new Bachelorette. Bye! You've just been listening to The Final Rose. Tune in next week for more Bachelor and Bachelorette thoughts. Special thanks to our general manager, Jeremy Whiting, station manager, Amber Knutsky, and programming director, McKenna Lowndes.